Today, the Canadian government continues to wage war against their own citizens. The state of Texas sues the CDC over the airline mask mandate. And is the Biden administration hiding ghost flights, scattering illegal immigrants across the country? We've got all that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and White Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Happy Friday Eve. Uh, we've got a good one for you today. We've got, uh, of course, Stu Bergier, host of Stu Does America, which you can find on Belize TV, also on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to it. And um, look, I, I told you at the top of the show we were going to talk about the state of Texas suing the CDC over the airline mask mandate. I feel like I have the perfect person to talk <laughs> about that with. We have Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton uh, live in studio. We are so excited to have you here. Hey, so good to be here. I know we've been, we've been trying, I mean, you're a busy guy, so we've been trying to connect for a while. And it's funny because uh, the beginning of the week, there was another lawsuit that you filed that I was like, let's have him on for this. And I want to get into it. But I just wait a couple days and he's already filed another awesome lawsuit that we get to talk about. We're so. not keeping you away from any new lawsuits, are we? I want to make sure they all get filed. I need to get at her soon. Okay. <laughs> so um, I can't wait to get into that one with you as well, General. Um, but let's first touch on what's going on in Canada because this is incredible how crazy it's gotten over there. Uh, we've been talking about the Freedom Convoy and obviously Justin Trudeau. Uh, cannot have them, you know, raising a protest over their own bodily autonomy. And so they have threatened them. Uh, you know, you see this happening in Ottawa, but at the same time, you see other provinces of Canada uh, kind of cowering to that, all of a sudden rolling back their mandates, uh, no, not, no longer having to show vaccine passports, no longer, um, you know, having to do any of that, no longer masking people up until the day that they die. But uh, the authorities otherwise are getting stricter and stricter on these, they would call them insurrectionists, but we've heard all that before uh, here in our own country. And the Canadian authorities now have sanctioned 34 cryptocurrency wallets connected to the Freedom Convoy trucker protests in Canada. Um, and this was, of course, after Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced that he was taking even more aggressive measures to crack down on these protests. Um, now, we heard them talk about freezing people's bank accounts. And mind you, this wasn't just the people who were actually there in Ottawa protesting. These are also, they said, people who could be connected in any way, maybe aiding them, maybe, I don't know, buying them a sandwich, I don't know, filling up their, their gas tanks, whatever the case may be. They are taking these emergency powers, they say, and uh, using them to crack down on anyone who dares err on the side of freedom. Uh, we even have Canadian Justice Minister, uh, Trudeau's Justice Minister, on the convoy supporters during a news interview Interview, talking about uh, a member of pro-Trump movements. Remember, this is in Canada. All right, watch. <laughs> You've just compared people who may have donated to this to the, the same people who are funding maybe a terrorist. I just want to be clear here, sir. This is really important. A lot of folks say, look, I just don't like your vaccine mandates and I donated to this. Now it's illegal. Should I be worried that the bank can freeze my account? What's your answer to that? Well, it's, I think if you if you are a member uh, of you know a, a pro-Trump movement who's donating hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars to this kind of thing, then you ought to be worried. Uh, this just boggles the mind, General. I'm going to go to you first. What the heck is happening in Canada? True loss of freedom. It reminds me of the threats that we had from our own Attorney General about parents speaking out at schools. It reminds me of what happened in the 1930s in Germany. 
it's it's really no different. It's it's a threatening uh, type of behavior by the government that you disagree with us. We're going to investigate you. We're going to tie up your bank accounts. We're going to make your life difficult unless you listen to us and do what we tell you to do. That's not freedom. Yeah, I mean, it's re really and truly, it's like we actually want to starve you to death and your families if you don't do exactly what it is that we say. Because, I mean, it's not even about agreement. I feel like it's a step further than that because you're not, you're talking about these people who are saying we don't think that it's right for you to mandate that we get something injected into our bodies. If we don't have bodily autonomy, like, I feel like we can kiss any other freedoms completely goodbye. No, you make a really good point. I've, t I've said this often because, you know, we fought our own mass mandates and, and we're fighting vaccine mandates at the federal level and the state level. And if the government can order you to choose between a job and your own decision about what you inject into your body, there's really nothing left to say they can't tell you right. to do, right? There's no real freedom left. Yeah. If, if they can mandate that, they can mandate anything. So. Yeah. Aren't they going to come after your dogs now? Isn't that the newest thing? They're okay. I'm glad that you puppies. brought that up. Yeah. I have, we have a tweet here. Mm. Uh, it says, uh, attention animal owners at demonstration. This is from the Ottawa, <laughs> it says Ottawa bylaw. Attention animal owners at demonstration. If you are unable to care for your animal as a result of enforcement actions, your animal will be placed into protective care for eight days at your cost. After eight days, if arrangements are not made, your animal will be considered relinquished. I mean, if you want to wage war on your own citizens, you screw with their dogs. Yeah. That's what you do. You don't want to do that. That means, like, I'm just saying, they, don't try that in America. That's twisted. Yeah. No, <laughs> don't it's true. do that. Uh, and you mentioned that, you know, early 30s Germany, like, yeah. you know, this is an enabling act, what they've done here. They have made this, and it's not only an enabling act, it's a retroactive enabling yeah. act. Even people who weren't doing anything that was illegal initially have now retroactively turned, been turned into criminals, I guess, for support, supporting President Trump. I mean, it, it is such a, it's a, such, a overreach, such an overreach. And, I, you know, it does make me feel... Um, a little bit better about living in uh, the United States than it does uh, if I were to live in Canada. I mean, we do sometimes take these freedoms for granted. Our founding documents do protect us, in theory at least, against a lot of these types of things. But you see the overreach um, going down that road more and more. Every day they seem to just get, take a little bit more of your freedom, a little bit more of your freedom, a little bit more of your freedom. And unlike what they're doing in Canada where they're grabbing it all at once and mm -hmm. holding onto it as tightly as possible, the same types of things can happen here if we're not diligent. Yeah. Uh, General, you were involved in this uh, indirectly, I think, with the GoFundMe situation. Mm -hmm. When GoFundMe, of course, you know, now they're at Give, Send, Go. And I feel like it's been a billion years since we even talked about GoFundMe related to the Freedom Convoy because so much has happened with Give, Send, Go. But <laughs> at the beginning, their first uh, crowdfunder, they had all of this money in GoFundMe. And GoFundMe said, you know what, we're going to... Uh, we're not going to give the money over to these people. And not only that, you have to request a refund. And if you don't, we're going to put your funds where we determine. I mean, it sounds as much like theft as you can get. Yeah. And we would have called that theft in, in years past. So we're investigating them because obviously there were Texans that gave to this account mm -hmm. thinking that their money was going to help these truckers. And clearly they, they, they decided that that was not a worthy cause. And how you get away with that in, in other states or other countries, I, I don't see, but you're not going to get away with it in Texas. Yeah. Um, what, I mean, what are your thoughts on the, uh, the give, send, go, everything that's happening with that? You had the hacker come in. 
uh, ha- they were down for what a day and a half. I mean, they were down for a while, and then not only that were they down, but they released all of the donors to this organization, all of their names. I was reading uh, a- an article from Canada about a shop owner who, you know, she had to close her shop because she was receiving so many threats. Uh, because her name got leaked. Yeah, and this is another scary thing when they start leaking your information and they illegally leak the information and then it's out. There's, yeah. you know, it's, it, once the genie's out of the bottle, right. you're stuck with it and you're right. stuck with the consequences. And when you have a, a government that participates in this type of activity, it's it's you know it's it's disconcerting and, and scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I the give, send, go thing too is is like if you're going to collect money from people. There has to be some level of security of, of this. And right. it does seem like Give, Send, Go dropped the ball here when it comes to security. The, the hacking is bad, but it seemed to be, at least from the, the tech analysts I've been reading, seemed to be pu- posted basically publicly. Like it was like it was really just not protected. They made some major mistake. It's really important uh, if you're going to be raising money from groups like this in particular, people who are fighting for things that are unpopular and uh, can result in real world consequences that that security exists. And it's even worse that the media is exploiting it. I mean, calling these people, emailing these people, harassing them about their forty dollar donations. Mm-hmm. It's inexplicable. And now you have not only the list of the people who donated to the trucker convoy, but the people who donated to the Kyle Rittenhouse defense, mm-hmm. people who uh, were worried about election fraud who uh, who donated all these people's names, many of their social security cards and passports and driver's licenses have been uh, uh, pushed out there in the middle of this. I, it's got to be, I would think, a crime. Um, and it's something that if you happen to be one of these companies and you're, you want to go into this area and help conservatives, I think they had a real, um, you know, this particular website had a real positive motivation here. Please make sure to take these extra steps because you know, they, they, they hack a bunch of liberal names. No one's going to do anything to these people. The people that get li- hacked on this list are in danger of their livelihood and God only knows what else. Yeah. Well, in most states, and I would think most countries, most federal governments have laws to protect privacy and, and the loss of your personal information. So I'm guessing there's, there's state law consequences and federal consequences to what, what's happened. Yeah. Good. Uh, so a lot of people look at what's happening in Canada and they would say, Well, first of all, a little bit of embarrassment uh, that Americans were not the first ones to stand up to something. But I understand they took it way farther in Canada. There is something to be said for that. But uh, there's another side that it's like, would this actually happen in America? Would we get this far? Would the government ever take it that far? And would the people stand up in such a way that there's this tense situation and the Canadian government is freezing people's bank accounts and basically starving them out, threatening to take their their children, their animals. Is that, will that ever, I mean, like, (laughs) the the cynical part of me wants to say, yeah, that that definitely could happen in America because our freedoms are not protected by this administration, certainly. No, I'd say the answer is yes. I mean, all you have to do is what I just referred to earlier, this threat uh, against parents by the Attorney General of the United States. When I heard that, I'd never in my lifetime thought mm-hmm. that that would happen in America. So this administration, if you let them do it and you don't challenge them, if we don't speak out. So I've told parents, look, you cannot not speak out. Right. Everyone has to speak out. Yeah. And they may come after you. I mean, they're, they're going after South Lake now in Texas mm-hmm. because they elected a school board that's conservative that doesn't want CRT and mass, you know, mass mandates and vaccine mandates. And so they're being threatened by the Department of Justice right now investigated because they dared to elect parents on school boards that cared about their kids. And so, yes, I definitely think this administration, if we 
let them have it, they will, they will definitely take it. They're doing it now in other ways. How can South Lake fight back? Because I, I love that you brought that uh, back to South Lake. I find that to be such a fascinating case. And of course, uh, the Biden administration can't have that. They can't have uh, the, the local people you know, electing their own members, uh, exercising their own freedoms and rights. And so they're trying to crack down on that. What, like, what is the recourse for them? In well, so they're being investigated. There's really nothing you they can do about do your, they, you know, they, the, the FBI, if they're investigating, they're tainting your reputation. Yeah. They're, 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 even if like they never do anything, they're always investigating you, right. right? So they always leave that taint over your head for years and years and years. Which feels like it's on purpose just to put pressure on them, right? Oh, it's absolutely designed yeah. to intimidate mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and put you in a position where you feel like you have to comply with their threats. It's big government bullying is what it is. Yeah. And it's silly, I mean, because they should stop worrying about South Lake, Texas and start worrying, worrying about places like San Francisco, California, where they're losing school boards in San Francisco. Deep, deep blue. Deep blue. <laughs> and they're not 79% like, yeah. voting yeah. them out. I mean, yeah. this is not just us, right? right? This is not just the blaze. This is not just Republicans. It's not just conservatives. I mean, people around the country want all of this stuff changed. They realize how far things have gone. And I think, like, to your point on, on, on uh, Canada, which has obviously been worse than us when it comes to these restrictions. You know, there is a, a part of this that like, you know, a state like Texas, for example, we've talked about this a lot. You know, my life isn't all that much different than it was pre-pandemic and hasn't been for a long time because Texas decided to go down the road of mostly freedom. Most mm-hmm. of the choices uh, we've made here have been on the good side of things as opposed to uh, something, some place like Canada or California or New York. And You're so, welcome. <laughs> I mean, I think it's an important thing. It's one of the reasons why I moved here. Right, you know, right. I mean, like, I don't want to be in a place and I know so many people who have made the same decisions. They were in New York. They were in L.A. How many of our conservative media friends have moved from New York or uh, California to places like uh, Austin, to, to Dallas, to Nashville, mm-hmm. to Florida? Mm-hmm. They want to get the heck out of there because they realize, you know, at least here, there's a big difference between where you live in this country. Um, you know, I know in Canada, some of the, they have a couple of provinces that have treated these things differently and haven't gone down these roads as much. And that is a big difference. It's what, what makes federalism great. Uh, you know, I like to, the fact that we're looking at this as a giant experiment and saying which is the right way to go in a situation like this. The American people have chosen our way, right? Yeah. The, 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 the conservative rights-based way over the big government crackdown way. And that, I think that's an important lesson for America and the politicians all to learn. Well, go ahead. I was going to say, I think there's evidence of what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, people are voting with their feet. That's why you see mm-hmm. Texas and Florida and... Tennessee and other Republican states just overrun with with people. We're having a hard time keeping up with demand for housing and mm-hmm. and other and other things because people are voting with their feet. Yeah, well, and I, I wonder if another part of that is that uh, the bridge too far was people's children, right? You talked yeah. about the school board. We see this happening all across the country. Is like don't screw with people's kids. Uh, or their dogs. Yeah, or their, yeah. Don't screw with people's kids or their dogs. Other than that, apparently America is, is willing okay. to take a We're lot flexible. more We're flexible. Yeah, than, than I would be comfortable with. Uh, all right, when we get back, let's talk about this, uh, this lawsuit uh, over the airport mask mandate. I can't wait to get into that. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Omega XL. So if you are, maybe you've hit that age where you just live in constant pain. Maybe you're like me and a while back, uh, you know, I was literally just lifting my toddler off of my shoulders and I threw my back completely out. It was very embarrassing. Mm. I was like, oh, I've reached that old. That's fun. That's <laughs> that, awesome. That many years old. Yeah, <laughs> that many years old. Um, but the biggest problem was that I did not have my Omega XL. I had run out. And I was like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fit. 
I'm okay. I can do without it for a little while. And then I was on the phone, like begging them to please, uh, what do I have to do <laughs> to just get more as soon as possible? Because I'm dying. Uh, so Omega XL is there for those of you who you have aches and pains. Uh, but we don't realize is that it's due to inflammation, the inflammation in your body you have to get under control or else, you know, you rub a topical cream on it and it feels great for 10 minutes and then it goes away. You got to try Omega XL. All right. It is an essential fatty acid combination. It is going to reduce the inflammation in your body and that will get rid of of the pain. You can order a bottle of Omega XL now. You'll get a second bottle for free over at OmegaXL.com slash news. That is OmegaXL.com slash news. I did a video not that long ago that went, uh, I mean, a little bit viral, but I was leaving I believe it was Love Field. I feel really weird saying this in front of the law because I feel like I'm uh -oh. going to admit that I did something wrong and they're going to take me off in handcuffs or something. But um, I was, I did a video and I was, I don't, I try not to wear a mask even where they tell me to, right? Mm -hmm. I'll just say that. No that's way. A, that's a Sarah Gonzalez, I would never think. That's a soft way of saying it in front of a general, okay? She's and a so criminal. I, She's a criminal. Okay. Arrest her. There's going to be police lights uh, as soon as we walk out the door. Your last show. Yeah, exactly. It's been fun, guys. But um, And I did a video, and I just said, guys, I'm, I'm walking in the airport, uh, obviously with no mask on, and do you know what happened to me? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing happened to me. No one said a thing. No one said a thing. Uh, specifically, that's pretty new too. At love, mm -hmm. in the last maybe six months, I'd yeah. say. Mm -hmm. um, every once in a while, I will have a TSA agent. No, actually, it's not a TSA agent. It's always the flight attendants. Um, usually, mm -hmm. the TSA agents are pretty cool. Um, and I'm just like, why are we still doing this? And then I saw. My favorite attorney general mm. uh, is challenging this federal airport mask mandate. So tell us about it. Well, I think we've all been frustrated by it. I, yeah. I, I remember talking to a, a gate agent and she, I had my mask down because she couldn't hear me. Yeah. And she goes, sir, you have to put your mask on. So I did. I said, well, now you can't hear me and I can't hear you. <laughs> yes. So then I had to come around. Don't, sir, you can't come around. I said, well, how are we going to communicate? <laughs> I, it was ridiculous. Yeah. And then I see her walk over and talk to her, her fellow you know, workers and she pulls her mask down. Of course. And so, yeah. So now we, uh, we've been looking at this for a while. We have obviously... Uh, a lot of lawsuits against the Biden administration. We're in our 29th. I so. was going to ask you if you had the exact count. The 29th uh, lawsuit against the Biden administration. Well, so we have 22 that we filed, seven they filed against us. I so it's this. a little bit of a counteraction on their part, <laughs> too. But this. it's a lot of lawsuits. So I've been asked, well, why didn't you file this sooner? I said, well, because we can only file, we can't file every lawsuit at the same time. We have to actually <laughs> right. research and make sure. Right. So the argument here is that the CDC, Center for Disease Control doesn't have the statutory authority from Congress that they need mm -hmm. to just issue a blanket mandate. They didn't follow the procedures. They didn't back up. The, they didn't document why, why masks actually do help. Uh, there's really not much documentation there. Uh, and some of it actually is counter to what they'd say. They've provided nothing. And they literally have no authority to do it. And if you'll notice, when you're on the plane, they refer to criminal penalties. That's mm -hmm. another nice thing that they just made up. You can't just issue criminal penalties because you're the CDC. That would have to be Congress. And so we sit and I, I think we got a really good chance of winning. Yeah, I sure hope so, because this is just, I mean, it's like we've had the conversation about the air that you're breathing in on an airplane specifically is like the cleanest, most filtered <laughs> air yeah. that you can possibly get. You cannot make the argument that that air is going to be contaminated. Well, and I can tell you when I'm on these flights, especially I, I fly Southwest a lot, almost yeah. every flight, because I went out and spoke at the when Southwest was trying to clamp down in their on their flight attendants mm -hmm. and make them get a vaccine. Mm -hmm. I went out and spoke. Good. There is no, not a flight I get on with Southwest that one of their flight attendants didn't come over and say, thank you for helping us. Really? Just thank you for fighting for us. I yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah so when I've flown, I guess, American 
and Delta, I always have, it's just, it's usually only one flight attendant, but they're like, ma'am, can you pull your mask, ma'am, can you mm -hmm. put your mask on, ma'am, can you put your mask up? I'm like, really? Yeah. No I, no, I had that in America. I was actually on the phone, and she came over and said, hey, you have to, while you're on the phone, you have to have your mask on. I said, I'm eating a protein bar. And she, and she said, oh, isn't that convenient? I said, what, that I'm eating <laughs> well, while yes. I have the mask on? No, that is convenient. We've all become experts in eating and drinking very slowly yes. over the past couple of years. Did you see the viral video where the guy was eating a fry the entire flight? It was just one fry he had sticking out of his mouth the whole flight. It was great. I was like, I'm totally using that. I did notice, actually, I was just in the airport this weekend, and uh, I noticed um, less, uh, a smaller contingency mm -hmm. of uh, mask wearers. I mean, it's still the, the overwhelming majority, I would say, but there there were considerably more people who weren't wearing them. And, you know, this goes to, I think, a larger thing that we were talking about earlier. It's not just us anymore, mm -hmm. right? Like, this is, now people are moving in this direction. It's not just conservatives whining about stuff. It's everybody doing it. You know, um, I was, uh, I pretty much every memory I have is based around a Super Bowl. So, yes, uh, so last year. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Thank you. Uh, so 20 Don't encourage <laughs> it in general. But I was out in L.A. for, for the Super Bowl, and it was a lot more open and not North Korean yeah. detention center than I expected. Um, you know, it was it was still not Texas. It was not Florida, but it had come a long way. Uh, you know, the the 2021 Los Angeles was far or excuse me, 2022 Los Angeles was far more open than 2021 Florida was. Mm. And that's you know, and that's Florida. Right. It's kind of known as the state that kept things open. And that's not because. G Gavin Newsom is a good governor, right? Yeah, I was like, going to say that's probably in spite of him, yeah, not right. because it's, of him. It's because mm -hmm. it was, and I was in an area that probably voted 80% for Joe Biden, but a lot of people weren't wearing masks inside. A lot of people weren't checking, you know, all the documents you're supposed to have to enter into convenience stores and all the ridiculous stuff that's going on out there. Do you there. mean to tell me that these people actually didn't sign up for the job to be enforcers of people's vaccinations? Yeah, I don't really? think that's uh, I don't think that's in the pay grade uh, for huh. an hourly job. Um, yeah, no, it, it was it was interesting. I mean, I I. I, part of me felt like, because you know, I think everyone had that same reaction watching the game of like, look at all these celebrities. They've been yelling at us for all this time. And now they're just not wearing masks in the stadium. But what I thought was interesting was that was everywhere there. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was not just the celebrities. It was kind of everyday people who are walking into the store, walking into the establishment that says the mask required sign and just walking right past it. But if that's, that's the that's, case, that's how it started here. You know, if that's the case, then drop the threats. Yeah, right? like, it like should, they just should drop the mandates, drop the they're oh. still it's, they're still in a state of emergency there. Yeah, it's the, like, the, how the politicians you... haven't changed there. Right. right. It's the people have changed. Like, yeah. And I always think that that's the case where in this country, I think the people lead the government, not the other way around. Mm -hmm. um, and so, like, we're, look, we, we'll try to do what we think is smart for our family and make those adjustments. But like when it comes down to it, I think people know. We're long, far, far past the time where that sort of stuff is necessary or makes any sense at all. And now, I mean, if there's people in California realizing it, I feel like that's an optimistic sign. Yeah. I, okay. I want to. I want to on this uh, topic with masks and mask mandates. Uh, the CDC director. There was a. There's an article at Reason. I encourage everyone to go check it out. There's a leaked audio that uh, Rochelle Walensky, CDC director, privately confirms that she will not relax uh, school mask guidance. But publicly, at least, she is saying that they are reviewing mask guidelines, but they're not changing anything quite yet. I want to uh, play this clip for you. This is CDC Director Rochelle Walensky yesterday. Watch. 
we must consider hospital capacity as an additional important barometer. Our hospitals need to be able to take care of people with heart attacks and strokes. Our emergency departments can't be so overwhelmed that patients with emergent issues have to wait in line. We are assessing the most important factors based on where we are in the pandemic, and we'll soon put guidance in place that is relevant and encourages prevention measures when they are most needed to protect public health and our hospitals. We want to give people a break from things like mask wearing when these metrics are better <laughs> and then have the ability to reach for them again should things worsen. If and when we update our guidance, we will communicate that clearly and it will be based on the data and the science. Oh, mm. that is so cute how she threw in there. It's going to be based on the data and the science. General, yeah, so, you guys have done a, a lot of good work on yeah, this it's topic like blah, as well. Blah, 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 <laughs> data and the science. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's just right? follow the science. Trust the science. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, we've never really seen the science back up any of this. So, Conveniently. Yes, on, on almost everything that they've dictated to us from Washington, from local governments, from other states, the science hasn't been there. It's just been them. Trust us. Yeah. We're right. You have to do it. You have to risk your health because we're right. Yeah. It's incredible to me that they keep, and I mean, they're like, well, we're the experts. Yeah, but I have an expert over here who says something different. Yeah, but we're the real experts because we're from the government and you can trust us. And we punish you if you don't follow our experts. Right. Our advice is the right advice and we, we're going to punish you and there are going to be consequences for your career, for your life, for your yeah. family if you don't listen to us. That's not, again, freedom. No, I think all. another important part of that uh, statement was the part where she said she was going to communicate it clearly. Why, why didn't they start that a while ago? Well, that would have been a nice thing to start at the beginning of this. They've reversed themselves so many times on this stuff. And and look, I think there's some grace you can have for people in the middle of a situation like this. It was not easy, and, and we didn't know everything at the beginning. And you could say, okay, look, we're trying to learn. We're doing the best that we can. Here's our recommendations. You can do that, mm -hmm. but you can't at the same time yell at people to follow the capital uh, S science. You can't berate people and, and make them lose their jobs when in two weeks you're going to change your recommendations to what they were doing that got them fired. But how about admitting that maybe you might have been wrong about something? Right. Like, even just like right. one acknowledgement, like, okay, we might not have gotten all that. Look, we, like you said, it was complicated. We'd yep. never been through this before. Yep. We could, I think we could accept that you know, people didn't know and they yeah. took their best shot at it and didn't get it all right. Yep. But we have never heard any explanation that any of this was ever wrong Dr. Fauci, even when he changed his mind in a period of 24 hours, was still right both yeah. times. Yeah, because, because the data. <laughs> Is that it's not right? The data. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's the best thing about being a scientist, because you're always on the right side, because yeah. you're the only person who can change it. Right. Even so, if you're contradicting yourself. Exactly. Yes. It's yeah. fantastic. Well, we, we learn new things, and it evolves. Yeah. That's what they say every time. Ugh, it drives me nuts. All right, okay, we got to take a break, and then we'll, we'll, we'll get back to this. I don't know, maybe. Let's talk about it off, let's talk about it off air. Uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. So, look. Some might call me a Bilt Bar addict. <laughs> Some might call me a, don't listen to this. Some might call me a Bilt Bar dealer, mm. okay? But the thing is about Bilt Bar is that it is a protein bar, but it tastes like a candy bar. So you are going to feel like you are cheating on your diet, but what you're going to be getting is something that is covered in 100% chocolate. It's low calorie, it's low carb, it's low sugar, but it's high in protein and fiber. So you are going to stay full and satisfied throughout the day and satisfy your sweet tooth. So those of you who are looking for a good snack, I know there are so many of you, you send me mail all the time, you're like, I love you, but I hate you because you got me addicted <laughs> to these and here's a picture of like 10 boxes in my pantry. You're welcome. You can go to built.com, use promo code NEWS15. You'll save 15% off of your order. That is NEWS15 for 15% off over at built.com.
The Department of Homeland Security, after months of delay, uh, finally replied to a congressional demand for information about the number of illegal immigrants that the department has flown from border towns to communities around the country. Um, look, here's here's the deal with this. Um, well, in 2021, it said 71,617 were dropped off in about 20 cities, including locales as far away from the Mexican border as Atlanta, Chicago, New York, and Philadelphia. I'm actually in favor of them dropping them off in places like New York and people who uh, tell us that we are doing things wrong by wanting to actually enforce our borders. I'm like, you guys take them. That's fine. But um, they apparently are, the, the report says that they are hiding these ghost flights, and I know we've talked about it on the program before, uh, General, they, there are pictures, documentation of these illegal immigrants who uh, are taken to the airport. They've all got the same manila folders. Uh, they've been given money, and everyone was like, we don't really know where the money came from, but they all got the same amount, and they're putting them on a plane and shipping them out. Yeah, so this has been going on almost since the beginning of the Biden administration. And the reason I know, it's not just flights. It's also because I talk to law enforcement in different mm -hmm. cities and they tell me they'll be in downtown Dallas or wherever around the state of Texas. And these buses will come in in the middle of the night, not during the day. These, these illegals get off the bus and they disappear into the night. This has been going on. This, thousands and thousands of people are either flown around. And of course, the Biden administration doesn't advertise this. They do everything they can to keep it secret, right. which tells you that they know this is wrong. Mm -hmm. And yet... They have, they, you know, basically betray the American people. Yeah, it just, it, it doesn't feel like they're, like even Democrats, I feel, would have an issue with that, especially when they see uh, what it does to their communities. So what gives? What is the end game for them? Do they just want new voters eventually? Is it's that the things. end game? And, and by the way, I think you'll look at border towns that have been traditionally Democrat or mm -hmm. maybe Republican yes. because they are being, they're suffering yep. with their property damage with the risk of mm -hmm. high crime in their area, drug cartels. Cartels are taking over. I think there's two, two things to this. And, and the Biden administration is knowingly doing this because they're, they have a bigger plan. They're allowing 30% increase in, in deaths from, from drug overdose because now the border's yeah. not guarded. They're allowing more COVID deaths because they're transporting people with COVID. They yeah. don't vaccinate them. Right. They don't test them. There's more crime. You know, we've had off police officers. We've had innocent people killed. Mm -hmm. And there's two, there's, yes, there's two reasons. And one is they want votes. They want amnesty. They're going to give these people amnesty yeah. if they can, as soon as they possibly can. And they're making sure they get enough of these in the right states. And second, a large number of these people go into Republican states because Republican states are attractive because they're successful. Mm -hmm. Because we provide opportunities for people to keep more of their money and to, and to have more choices about their lives. As I said, people are voting with their feet. So the Biden administration thinks, well, if we provide more crime in those states and we provide more cost to those states, they won't mm -hmm. be as successful. It won't be such a contrast to Texas versus Illinois or, you know, Florida versus New York. It's, it's the contrast is, is narrowed a little bit because they're causing more harm to us. Right. And so it's a, it sounds huh. like a crazy thing that a president of the United States would do that. And it's hard for Americans to accept that. Yeah. But the facts are what they are. They are participating with the cartels. They're encouraging the cartels to bring as many people as they can. The cartels are making billions. And they don't care what happens to these people. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. I think if you ask the average person what is the worst thing about the Obama administration, 
you might get Afghanistan, you might get inflation, you might get spending, you might get COVID restrictions, you might get CRT, you might get gender. I think the low you said key, the Obama administration. Did I really? That was I'm a sorry. Freudian slip. Sorry, Biden. The Biden administration. Uh, this is Obama 2.0. Obama 2.0. Yes. Um, the uh, the low key right answer might be the border, though. I mean, he, yeah. this has been like it, it never got better. We had that like month burst of uh, of coverage, a scattered shower of journalism, and then it went away, and all of a sudden. Like, everyone's kind of forgotten about it. When they do polls on the various topics, the border is right there at the bottom. I think people know what's going on, but it's just not leading the news a lot of times. This has been a catastrophe, and it's, he's doing a lot of damage to our country. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that he has any interest in turning it around. I think, you know, mm-hmm. you're right. I think it seems to be the opposite. No, no, no. This is all very purposeful. I've, I've been out of the border many, many times. And the way it's set up is people come in and they, they turn themselves into Border Patrol on purpose because they know they're going to be taken care of. And mm-hmm. look, we just sued, you're going to be shocked, we, did, we, <laughs> we just sued over something else called the Central American Miners Program. What does that do? It was reinstituted by the Biden administration. Trump stopped it because it's illegal. And what they do is if you come from certain Central American countries, El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras, and you turn yourself in for asylum, well, you're supposed to be immediately deported until you have your hearing. Mm-hmm. Of course, we've sued over that as well. But now what they do is they let these people in and then they, they use taxpayer dollars to fly their children to them and any other caregivers or legal guardians. We're all paying for that. Mm. And it's more, it's wow. totally illegal. There's nothing allowed, no federal law allows them to do that. And yet they've just made this program up. And of course, we're, we, we, had, we sued them a couple of weeks over that. That's incredible. So what else can Texas be doing uh, just to fend off all of this influx from the border? It's really hard. We've got nine lawsuits over the border. Um, we're, tr- we're trying to. You're amazing. <laughs> we're like, tr- I can't. I, can I just brag on you for a second? There is no attorney general in the country who works as hard as you do. There really isn't. I just. I. I have to brag on you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So you know, we. My job. I have lawyers. They didn't give me like troops or tanks. Right. Or, right. So right. I have to use lawyers, and yes. that's what we're going to do. Because I think. I mean, our success rate against the Biden administration so far is over 90%. And, and that's up from when, under Obama, we were around 80%. Wow. So we're having success. Yeah. The challenge we have is then the, the Biden administration, I always want to call them Obama administration. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that they don't typically, they ignore, not only they ignore federal law and the Constitution, but then they'll, they'll slow play court orders and make us go back and go back and go back. Right. So like we've won on the remain of Mexico, went all the way to the U.S. Supreme Well, now they're appealing again and they're only doing a couple hundred a month. So yeah, they're enforcing it barely, like right. barely. So they're making us like, they're torturing us, making us like fight them at mm-hmm. every possible angle so they just keep getting more people in. So mm-hmm. as far as what we can do on the border, I mean, it's, it's very difficult because the federal government, according to the U.S. Supreme Court, has complete control. Like we can pass laws that, that if the federal government, that they're not enforcing them, States can pass the same law, and according to a case called U.S. v. Arizona, which happened during the Obama administration, those states can't enforce those laws. And so it's, if the federal government has the law and then they abdicate, then we're supposedly stuck with, so I'm encouraging the legislature this next session to pass something that is exactly federal law and let me go defend it, because I want to go back to the U.S. Supreme Court and say, wait a minute, you can see the devastation that your decision is causing? We have to let drug cartels in. We have to let all this COVID in. We have to let all this crime in because the federal government is inviting it. Right. That doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't at all. Oh, I hope they do that. I hope they do that. Me next, too. Yeah, next session. Uh, all right, we got to take a break. Um, but uh, so we want to thank our, span- our new sponsor of the show, BattleBox. This, guys, you guys have to check them out. They are really, really cool. Uh, if you are into outdoor, you know, camping, hunting, fishing, which I know a lot of you guys are. 
because you're conservatives and you like that kind of stuff. Uh, BattleBox is your go-to monthly subscription for hand-picked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear. Uh, you're getting the best gear for yourself, but it takes time, all right? It can be really, really expensive. That is why BattleBox brings you name-brand, high-quality products every month at half the price of what they would cost on their own. And who has time to go to these stores? They're gigantic, and you're going through a million aisles trying to pick all of these things out. Let BattleBox help you. You pick the box that works for you and get tested and vetted products you can trust. They're selected by an expert team of outdoor professionals. They deliver it right to your doorstep every month. BattleBox has shipped over 1 million boxes since 2015. Uh, they've been featured everywhere from the New York Times to Survivor's Edge. Um, I got one of those boxes. I've been so impressed with all of the equipment. My nine-year-old was just like ecstatic. He's like, oh, what's this giant hunting knife? I'm like, all right, okay, this, <laughs> this one is mine. Uh, we got this water filtration uh, pump for the, the you know, if, if anything happens, you know what's gonna happen. You can take dirty water and make sure that you have fresh water. We have emergency food supply. They have it all. They've got hunting stuff. You gotta go check them out. From now until March 31st, get a free mystery box worth $115 or more with any new subscription at trybattlebox.com slash news. That is trybattlebox. It's B-A-T-T-L is how you spell battle. Trybattlebox.com slash news. So now's the part of the program where I want to get to uh, the lawsuit that I read about from you at the beginning of the week. But a lot can change in a couple days. Uh, this was the lawsuit against big tech. So you tweeted out, General, uh, today I filed a big tech lawsuit against Facebook. Facebook cannot take advantage of people and their children with the intent to turn a profit at the expense of one's safety and well-being. So you're suing them for using unauthorized biometric data. Mm -hmm. um, look, I'm not shocked to hear that uh, Facebook and these other organizations are doing things like this, but um, but I want you to tell the audience what they're doing and why it's so important. This is actually our fourth big tech. We sued Google three times. Wow. This one was based on state law, uh, which provided, I think it was put in place by the Texas legislature in 2019, which basically told any company that if you're going to use biometric identifiers, fingerprints, retinas, scans, um, facial geometry, that you have to disclose that. Mm -hmm. You have to get consent of the person you're taking it from. Um, and if you are, and it's a $25,000 violation if you don't, if you disclose it to a third party without consent, it's another 25000 It's just statutory. And then if you don't destroy it within a reasonable amount of time, it's another 25000 Oh, wow. You can imagine, it's also a violation of our deceptive trade practice. So every incident that happens, it's another, that's another $10,000 violation. So it racks up even for a company like Facebook because we have over 20 million Facebook users. I don't know how many Instagram. And they take faces... Like if you just, you're not even a Facebook user in Texas, but you live in Texas, somebody puts your face on there, they take that too. And wow. the problem is, if, if somebody gets your driver's license or your social security, you can get it changed. It's a lot of hassle. You can get it changed. You had to. You can't change your face. Once they have put it out there, <laughs> they have mapped your face. Yeah. There's no, the genie's out of the bottle and you are, everybody, everybody they've given that to and beyond has your as your biometric identifiers. Yeah. You have to do the Nancy Pelosi thing where you get like you know plastic surgery the... every three weeks and then, then you get on <laughs> yeah, the Yeah, because if your eyebrows start, up, start yeah. here and they go all the way here, yeah. then it, maybe it will not recognize you <laughs> Maybe, that's one way does around that, it. Does that work? <laughs> I don't know. No, not for her. I don't think it's working for her. No. <laughs> all I know is I don't want to have to do it. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not. It's, that's <laughs> to change. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Stu, what are your, I know you. we've been talking about big tech for a very long time uh, on this program. Uh, what are your thoughts? This is probably not the right form for this but can you sue TikTok so I don't have to 
watched any more of the dumb videos. Okay, you might. We're actually investigating TikTok. Good, right? good, okay, good. I'm shocked to hear that. <laughs> yeah, I meant, look, they... Have me back later this week. Okay. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, nice. um, I, these, these companies are huge problems. Yeah. I, you know, I think so, at some... There's at some points they get into these areas where they're getting pressure from both sides. Like the, you know, like when it comes to speech, for example, the, we're yelling at them all the time: stop censoring people. And the Democrats are saying censor more people. Yeah. And there is some level of censor the right people. Censor the right, right people, exactly. <laughs> there is some level where, like, they're in this situation where they don't know which way to go when it comes to speech. I think there's some of that that's true. But when it comes to data, they want all of it. They're going to do everything they can up until the letter of the law to, to maximize the amount of information they can pull in because that's what their currency is. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, in this case, seemingly going over the line of what's allowed. Well, just like Google, we've sued them three times. One of those cases was on geolocation. Now, supposedly, when you turn your location service off, they tell you that you're not being tracked. Mm-hmm. You are being tracked. Mm-hmm. They lied. Mm-hmm. That is a problem. Yeah. yeah. And then we have a massive lawsuit. It's probably the largest, well, I know it is, it's the largest antitrust case in the history of the world. And it is, is against Google. And it, they control about 96% of all advertising on the internet. They crushed their competition. They colluded with Facebook. We have information that, where they, basically, Facebook was going to compete. And then they said, no, we'll give you 10% of the bids. So it would be like, I mean, they, they basically control all buys, all sells, and they're like the market maker. So it would be like, a baseball game being controlled by the same pitcher, catcher, batter, and umpire. Yeah. That's that's Google. In America, you can't do that. You have to have you have to allow for some competition. Right. Uh, so, what are your thoughts on Facebook moving to? I mean, they're moving to Austin, right? The Meta. They've they're now in the. I, is the building even finished yet? I, don't, I last I read, the building was not finished yet, but it's going to be the biggest building in yeah, Austin. I don't think it's finished. But look, I I welcome businesses coming here. I just don't defraud our. Consumers. It right. doesn't matter where, if you're doing business in Texas, whether you have an office in Austin or whether you have one in California, if you're going to defraud consumers and you're going to violate state law, guess what? One of the four things that the Constitution says I do is to make sure that uh, corporations don't defraud consumers. So, but I feel like it will shorten your the distance that you have to travel to serve them with lawsuits <laughs> because if they're in Austin, you can just like walk there. Hey, very good point. <laughs> you might I, be could work for us. I, yeah, I'm just looking for a silver lining here. I'm just looking for a silver lining. Uh, all right, you know what? Let's go ahead and uh, and take a quick break. We'll be back. We to like 50 or 60 lawsuits in no time. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, so this Google first one. Clinton has denounced a what she says is a fake scandal that was promoted by uh, Donald Trump and Fox News following these allegations from special counsel John Durham that, uh, you know, obviously the allegations are that her campaign uh, worked to spy on Trump and his campaign. She said Trump and Fox are desperately spinning up a fake scandal to distract from his real ones. So it's a day that ends in why. The more his misdeeds are exposed, the more they lie. Uh, this was what she tweeted. And then she she posted a link to a Vanity Fair article, which is, you know, that you are getting like the hard hitting investigative journalism that you need when you are getting it from Vanity Fair. Um, but General, I wanted to get your take on all of this, because obviously the left is making it sound like it's no big deal, but it's a feels like a pretty big deal. Look, I think Americans know that she got a free pass on what she did with her servers, what she did um, um, during her campaign. And now, you know, information is showing that she had a a link to what was going on with Trump. And it's not surprising she would use his language fake, like fake news, fake fake scandal uh, in in this case. But look, I think the truth eventually is going to come out. And I think if you look at her past, 
it's scandal ridden and it's true mm -hmm. that she never was held accountable. If it's just like Hunter Biden, if you're a certain party in this country, you get a, you get to go scot free. Mm -hmm. If you're a conservative, they investigate you up and down your whole life. Right, right. It's so frustrating. Stu, what are your thoughts on all this? I, I love this quote from the New York Times that tried to pick this apart and, mm -hmm. and say, oh, these are based on misinformation. They said, oh, these sorts of allegations also tend to involve dense and obscure issues. So dissecting them requires asking readers to expend significant mental <laughs> energy and time, <laughs> raising the question of whether news outlets should even cover such claims. <laughs> like, what? Isn't that the whole justification for the New York Times existing? Yeah. You're supposed to be explaining these difficult listen, things. Listen, listen, guys, you're way too stupid to get this. Yeah. So we're not even gonna waste the print trying to explain it to you is basically how I read and that. And by the way, we did that exact same thing to Donald Trump. We actually did go into all of that. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, it, God, it's so frustrating, but um, I'm so glad that you were here to, uh, to help us understand everything that's going on. You give us hope, and I gotta say, General, I am very excited to uh, cast my vote for you okay, this primary. You. Appreciate that. Also, thanks to you, Stu, I oh, guess. Oh, thanks, yeah. <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.